Hey guys, and welcome to Road to Forex, where we are talking about everything in relation to the foreign exchange. Of course, I'm your host, Alex, so without further ado, let's get stuck into today's episode. So this is going to be our first two-part special because I think there is so much to cover on this topic, especially for beginners and those of you that are also trading right now. I know it's out for basically every episode, but I definitely want to cater to both of my audiences here. So I want to give the beginners something, but also give the experts something a bit more, although it's been trading a bit longer. That's why if you have been trading for quite a while, this first episode, probably not for you. But if you are trading and you're looking at, hey, maybe what does Alex trade? What is he thinking? What currency pairs does he use? Watch out for part two, and that's going to be so much more enjoyable. Does that mean that everything here might not be for you? No, because we will be going over exotic currency pairs, um, some of which that I may or may not trade, and why I do or don't trade these pairs. Um, again, it's going to be more over in the second one. This first one's going to be more on what are currency pairs why I stay towards or stay clear of some and levitate more towards some other pairs, you know, their pros and cons, that kind of deal. And then in the next episode, we will be going over which ones I trade specifically, why I trade them, and even what pairs do I use for each of my strategies? Because some pairs do work better in terms of like, especially volatility for breakout strategies. Others are good for really price action, counter trend trades. Some are good for smart money concepts. So we'll be going over that in both of these. But let's start this, okay? So without further ado, I will start it right now. So let's define what a currency pair is first of all. So a currency pair is a combination of two currencies where one currency is being bought and the other is being sold. For example, we have Euro USD. Euro being the base currency because it's listed first, and the US dollar is the quote currency because it's listed second. This means that when you buy a Euro USD pair, you are buying Euros and you are selling US dollars. Now this ties into what I was saying before about the major currency pairs, because Euro USD is one of them. They are the most heavily traded currency pairs in the Forex market, and they consist of seven of the most commonly traded currencies in the world, which has the US dollar, the euro, Japanese yen, great British pound, Swiss franc, Canadian dollar, and my home country, the Australian dollar. So obviously, if we're talking about pairs, this would be euro USD, USD JPY, great British pound USD, USD Swiss franc, AUD USD, and USD CAD, right? Those are all the major currency pairs. And they're highly liquid, which means that they have a large number of buyers and sellers. And they typically have tight bid-to-ask spreads, which is really good when you want to hop in, because when you do hop in on that position, you're more likely to hop in right at that point in the market, rather than be on, I don't know, an exotic pair and then be bumped up 5 or 10 pips or whatever it is. So that's really good. And they are also highly traded by institutional investors, such as hedge funds, central banks, you know, that kind of deal, which obviously impacts their price movements. Negative is that there is more market manipulation. Positive is there's more volatility. And with the, them being traded 
more heavily, you can, to an extent, and this is both right and wrong, get out of trades a, a little bit quicker, uh, but it's more about it being safer. The more heavily traded, the more institutionalized it becomes, the safer it is. I know I said there is market manipulation, but if you look at that in comparison to a full exotic pair, like let's talk about the Rand from South Africa and maybe like, I don't, I don't know, like a Mexican peso, that goes up and down willy-nilly. So you're, you'd want the market manipulation in this case. So that's basically it for major currency pairs there. As a, as a quick, brief explanation about it. And then we'll go on to now minor currency pairs, which are also known as cross-currency pairs. So these are pairs that don't include the US dollar as a base or quote currency. They're less commonly traded than major currency pairs and typically have wider bid to ask spreads. And these most popular pairs that are included in this minor or cross-currency pair list are Euro Great British Pound, Euro JPY, Great British Pound JPY, Ord CAD, Ord JPY. Now, these minor currency pairs, although they have this higher um, and I guess wider, I should say, bid to ask spread, it's never really bothered me, guys. Um, I do trade these quite often, especially Ord JPY, Ord CAD, and even Euro JPY. I love them. They're really great pairs. I trade them all the time, and the spreads never really bothered me. Obviously, the time of day, if you're doing like Monday open, that's a bit ridiculous, or Friday like close, or Saturday close, wherever it is that you're from. Um, not the best times to be trading, but I wouldn't really worry too much about that. And obviously, it's quite good because then it affords you to not always be trading the US uh, dollar. Because if you're only sticking to major currency pairs, right, no matter who you're going with, if it's Australian, USD, USD CAD, USD JPY, whatever it is, something goes wrong or right with that US dollar, you better be on the right side of that. Because if I'm on USD CAD and then USD JPY, and even though I'm on two separate ones, they might be looking incredibly different. If the US dollar, something comes out and it does really well, and you're in a, I don't know, a sell for both of them, then that's two trades that are taken out straight away. So a massive tip for you guys is even whatever you're trading, do not have the same currency pair in there. If I'm on Euro USD or you know, something like that, I'm already not going to trade any Euro pairs, any USD pairs, and I'm even staying away from Great British Pound because that's heavily tied to the Great British Pound. And I'd even say is another really good golden nugget. Do not trade pairs that are really close to each other in terms of proximity as well as their relationship. So Euro Great British Pound the European Union and England are separated by a tiny strait of sea. Their currencies are so closely linked. So there's, there's no volatility in the market. It's awful. It's just going to be consolidating for long periods of time. This is not always true, but it's the same as Swiss franc and USD. They are really, really stable pairs. Oh, sorry, not Swiss franc, USD. Swiss franc, Euro. The Swiss franc is basically within the European Union anyway. It doesn't move. It does everything that the euro does. And another example is AUD, NZD, Australian and New Zealand dollars. 
heavily linked, rely on each other for all their import and export. Not all, obviously all of it, but heavily relying on one another. One goes up, the other goes up. One goes down, the other goes down. Don't trade them. There's no point. Always trade across currencies. You don't want to be trading on currencies that are right next to each other. That's why if you trade euro, don't trade the Swiss franc. Don't trade the Great British Pound. If you're trading Australian dollar, do not trade the NZD pairs. USD CAD is a little bit different. That's actually quite a good one. It is quite separate. Um, don't know the exact reasons behind that. I'm not going to go into my thoughts now. But yeah, that's minor currency pairs. Bit of gold information, bit of gold nuggets there for you. I know I've detracted away from it, but it's really important that you get that um, here right now. That you should still be trading them, but stay away from those currency pairs that I talked about. So why am I explaining this and why is it important to understand the differences between major and minor currency pairs as a Forex trader? So first of all, as I said, these major pairs are more liquid, which can lead to tighter spreads, which make it easier to enter and exit trades. It is true. You can have tighter stop losses. You can have better take profits. And as I said, it's never really bothered me on the minor currency pairs. As a beginner, I would be looking at that and saying, okay, well, yeah, I can get these little tighter stop losses. I can get tighter take profits. So maybe these are the pairs that I should start learning on. I always think that'd be quite good. But once you get the hang of it, guys, it's really not going to bother you that much. As I said, you'll still be able to get some really good trades in regardless. So with this high volatility as well, it does make it more attractive to short-term traders such as scalpers and even to an extent your intraday traders who do rely on quicker price movements to make profits. It means that these major currency pairs are less likely to be affected by slippage as well with this higher volatility, which is when this execution of an order is different from the expected price due to a sudden change in the market. That's something that you really want to avoid. But in saying that, I've rarely seen that happen on anything within the minor and major currency pairs. That's more for the exotic pairs, right? So you do shouldn't take that too much into consideration. I would say slippage is something that is quite rare, especially nowadays. Secondly, major currency pairs are more widely followed by analysts and other financial news outlets and I guess individuals, which means there's more often, I guess, better analysis and commentary available on their price movements, which is both a disadvantage and an advantage on one hand, it can provide traders with more information and analysis to inform you know, your decision, your trading decisions. And on the other hand, it can lead to a crowded and competitive market where everyone is trading the same currency pairs and looking for the same information, as well as just being too much information. That's a big thing that I see in beginners. You know, it's paral paralysis by overloading of information. So that is something to think about. Whereas on the minor C currency pairs, they may not receive as much attention from analysts, financial news outlets, and individuals, um, which does mean there's less competition in these markets, especially for fundamental traders, right? This can make it easier for traders to find unique trading opportunities and make profitable trades. However, with less information and analysis available to inform your decision making, 
there is always a chance that you're not going to be as sure when hopping into the market. So take that in mind. It's worth noting that not all minor currency pairs are created equal. Some minor currency pairs are more liquid and widely traded than others. For example, one of the pairs that I said stay away from, Euro Great British Pound, is considered a minor currency pair, but it's still relatively liquid and often moves in tandem with Euro USD and Great British Pound pairs. So it does have a lot of liquidity in it. And as I said, AudCAD, another one that is quite liquid in the market. I've seen a lot of traders, especially in the more recent years, start to trade this pair. The Australian dollars are picking up in popularity, in my opinion. Not that they've never been unpopular, just that they are picking up in popularity, in my opinion. So that's basically it for today, guys. We've just gone over what are currency pairs, what to stay away from, what to you know get involved with on a very basic level. As I said in part two, we're going to be going over my personal opinion on the currency pairs that I actually trade, what strategies I find that, that works best on these currency pairs, and why I like them. And also, which ones to stay away from, more so than what I've already talked here. But that is enough from me. I hope you've had a wonderful session listening to this, and you've actually learned quite a lot. Uh, but until then, stay safe, guys, and we'll see you in the next one.